Welcome to PWA Radio, episode 99C, and uh, I, I guess I screwed up the title, but it's tough. After nearly 100 episodes, it, you know, I had to change up the title. 
not more than halfway through. It's it's tough. Sometimes old stuff creeps in. We are doing our uh, the long promised Revolutions per Minute three uh, uh, recap show, and we are doing it a bit different than normally because uh, normally we goof around and do the in character stuff. But this time uh, we're not going to do that. And the reason why is because uh, we want to talk a little bit about some of the other stuff behind, um, uh, you know, RPM and the history of it and now it gets put together and all that kind of stuff, which doesn't really work too well if you're talking in character, especially because we don't have uh, Rich and Kyle with us uh, this week or Rich and McNasty, depending on how you know them. But we do have, um, 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 I was going to say Joe Boxer, but see, that would have defeated the whole thing. Uh, see, we couldn't have Joe Boxer with us because in character, he has nothing to do with RPM anymore, and I think Project X could could um, sue him or uh, rape him or something if he tries <laughs> to uh, to horn in on the RPM action anymore. So, uh, but we do have uh, uh, Joe, whose last name I couldn't even begin to hope to pronounce. It's he, uh, Kanslider. Oh, I could I could pronounce that. You could Kanslider. Yeah, when you look at it, you don't think it's pronounced that way, but that's funny yeah, basically because just. You know, cans and lighter. That's together. what you do to beer cans. You make them lighter. That's true. Very. That's, that's very what I'm doing right now. <laughs> um. So yeah, he um, he, you, you, uh, you created the RPM thing three years ago. So um, we're gonna talk to you all about it. All right. And um, we I've got a whole list of topics here to cover, but um, let's see. Do do do. We'll we'll just start off. The, um, this year, with this year, I guess. Um, how did all that come together? Because it was a big, a big event. Uh, it was three days. Every Fed was involved. There were title matches, uh, AOWF title matches, and uh, individual Feds had title matches. You had some cross promotional matches. Um, how do you really, uh, you know, and not not just that, but you've got to put out three shows. You've got a dedicated website for it. So, how do you get all that shit together? Well, I think the uh, the idea behind it was to uh, come up with a a yearly AOWF event like uh, Ben Duke did in the past. He did AOWF 1, 2, 3, and 4. Um, but I guess he wanted to use my event instead of you know, doing AOWF 5, which is basically what RPM 3 was. And, uh, I mean, that's really how that came together. So it was, instead of, you know, how we did Honor Bound, it was the four nights, and it was really like each Fed had their own show. Mm-hmm. Well, this was kind of like a combination of all the feds together into one event, which is what the uh, the previous AOWF uh, annual events were about. And then my big thing was to bring back the awards, which I really wanted to do. Um, and Ben was kind of hesitant at first to bring those back, but you know, he, he's he's seen what I've done with the awards in the past, and he, and he knew they were in good hands. So <laughs> yeah, you are a big fan of the award shows. I, I don't know why. I just I just like doing them. Yeah, and people – I think it's funny because people ask me questions a lot about the PWA Awards. And um, and it, I have to tell them every time. I'm like, that that's actually something that Joe does. Joe likes doing it. And uh, like if it were up to me, I, I wouldn't have done them. Um, not that I have anything against them or anything. It just I, – I just never did that. But Joe likes it and Joe wants to do it. So I'm like, have, you know, other people like it. So fine. Have at it. So yeah. – they can be time consuming, and I mean, I think we're, I think TGW does them, but it's more a couple of awards, and so I think it's only monthly. But yeah, ever since we started doing them weekly, but all the way back when, um, I've just kind of kept doing it, and 
Eh, it's kind of like a tradition. Yeah, and, and some people, man, people really put a lot of stock in them too, which uh, I, I find uh, a little bit amusing because they're like, they, <laughs> it, it's like, uh, I don't know, they they think that it's kind of kind of a bigger deal if they don't get, you know, they think it's a big deal if they win if they don't get nominated for something they feel snubbed and i'm like wow this is for imaginary wrestling yeah no kidding like <laughs> for the oscars it's one thing you know it's yeah like that's, that's something that's actually happening but fantasy wrestling is like uh but yeah i mean i guess you know they take it as seriously as they do their their rps and their wins and their yeah. matches yeah it's so it's become because it becomes it's become so incorporated into you know the pwa it's like it's just as important as winning a match but I mean, I've always tried to be as fair as possible, you know, try and deal them out to everyone. You know, Chris told me that he was like, you know, and that's why I don't do the multiple winners all the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it is what it is. And yeah, I, I do have to say, I, it, it, I can see how people get caught up in that. Cause, um, the few times that I, I have won different things. Um, it was always kind of, kind of neat, especially the ones that I liked the best were the ones for match writing, because I think that that's, <clears throat> something that I don't like to do. So if I write a good match, it's kind of neat. But uh, I was especially happy whenever Knight, uh, Knott Striker, he, he won an award. And I was like, yes, I can't win him as Phoenix, but I can win him as Knott as Phoenix as Knott Striker. <laughs> that's not true. You, like, dominated the month of December. I oh, I did. You, had, it you was... had Superstar of the Week of the month. I think you had RP of the Week and RP of the month. Or no. or Yeah, I think you had RP of the month as well. And it was just like, I, I couldn't justify not giving it to you. That's that's how good you were in that month. Yeah, that was Decem- December was was definitely a it was a a career highlight for the Phoenix, but it kind of had to be with the the Dome of Destruction. If if to, to manage to win that, even barely to win that was that was a lot of work. But yeah, um, I, think, I think you only won that because Kyle didn't show. Yeah, well, I, I felt so bad for actually. I felt so bad for Kyle. I wrote an RP for him. <laughs> I know, I know. I read that. That was that was a good laugh. Uh, yeah. So even more effort. Um, so the, the I already know the answer to this question, but I have to ask because maybe not everybody is. Who did the RPM website? Oh yeah, that was Ben Duke, definitely. Um, he uh, he likes doing those things. He likes doing the you know the graphics, the websites, uh, doing updates like that. Um, you know because. Considering that RPM three became a, an AOWF event, you know, representing the community that that he's built, you know, for us online, you know, he likes to have that control and more power to him because obviously what he did was a lot better than I've done in the previous two RPMs. Yeah, I think um, I don't want to give away any secrets or anything, but I part of me really believes that the only reason that Ben Duke ever came back was because he wanted to make more graphics for people. That's true. Is he the Image Meister? Do you remember? Uh, I, I know who the Image Meister is. Um, Come on. And I am not at liberty to uh, disclose their identity. <laughs> I really thought it was Ben Duke, but I, I remember something. I remember reading something on the forums and thinking, okay, that's not Ben Duke. But I really thought that it was because that guy loves to make banners. Uh, he, yeah, he really does. And like I said, I, I cannot say that he was the image meister because I've been sworn to secrecy, but I can say I am like 99.9% positive Ben Duke only came back because he wanted to make images. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Um, I did not piece that together. For yeah. Those <laughs> um, so, uh, oh yeah. And the booking, how did that, uh, 
all come. Was that all you, or did you get input from other people? How did that? Uh, yeah, the booking was mostly me, but you know, I talked to Alex and Corey, and uh, I think Bean. Yeah, yeah, because Harry, Harry had um, disappeared at that point. No, yeah, I'm just kidding. He had the, he had the hospital thing. Yeah, his flesh eating virus. So I, you know, talking to the Fed heads, I wanted to make sure that their characters on their, you know, they're on their rosters. You know, I wanted to make sure that they knew what they were going to be doing. Um, but yeah, most of the booking came from me, but the AOWF title matches were all the fed heads. You know, you picked, uh, Bogard, uh, for the, uh, the TV title match. And, um, yeah, the, the fed heads picked the title matches, but you know, um, like boxer and project X was, you know, me and Mike's thing. And then, uh, star McNasty was obviously Kyle and Ace's thing. So. But yeah, it was it was uh it was quite an ordeal trying to put that card together, I have to say so myself, because trying to get everybody on the same page and you know, who's gonna be fighting what and then there was that whole thread about the RPM three dream matches. I don't know if you were reading any of that. Uh yeah, I did actually see some of that. So I took some ideas off of that as well. That's how the uh, Marvin Wood Silverback match came to be. Which I thought was gonna be a really good match, but I was kind of disappointed that they only did the one RP a piece, but you know, I think Marvin was uh, kind of like simmering down at that point. He was, he knew he was going to be on his way out for a hiatus. Hiatus. I don't think he's going to be done for forever, but I knew he was going to be taking a break soon. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's also kind of tough when you got so many people. You got four different feds and so many people to try to cram all this stuff in there so yeah i i even thought about ex- expanding the the event to 15 matches which would have put um an extra match on each uh on each night but i was like that's that's a lot of matches to write yeah yeah in match writing is it's tough to get the people to write the matches and uh, i and i don't want to sound like i'm complaining as a guy you know a guy that runs a fed when people volunteer to write matches, I'm always happy because, um, we've all seen exactly what happens when nobody writes matches for the PWA. And I do the absolute most horrible possible recaps. Um, hey, you wrote a match that was, uh, it won match of the quarter. Was oh, the match the, of the year, the Cody Bogard, Joshua the, Danielson one, <laughs> the 90 minute classic. Yep. That, that was a that, great match. <laughs> that was, I was front row for that one. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know when you got all these people writing all these matches, it, it's it's I you know I'm just gonna say it's impossible to get the show up on time. Like you just can't do it because yeah, you know they they work, they got other stuff going on, they've got to RP for their matches and and do this that and everything else. And um, and that it, was a big reason why I dropped out of the AEW World Title match. I just knew that leading up to it, that I could not have been able to keep up with Alex and Brandy. Uh, yeah, I would have been so drained. I probably would have put out half-assed RPs, and I just didn't, you know, I I felt they deserved better than that. So that's why I had to pull out of that one. Plus, and then they uh, posted I, a thread of RPs of pictures. I know, and that that kind <laughs> you of totally could have kept up with that. <laughs> I could have, yeah, I could have, oh, I could have destroyed them for what they were doing. But um, uh, yeah, it pissed me off a little bit, but I understand why they did it. Um. But yeah, you know, I work like sixty hours a week. You know, I live with my girlfriend. It's 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 tough to to set aside time to do all this. So that's why I was like, okay, the most important thing is doing RPM three. That's the most important thing. 
So, but I'm glad that I was only I was able to get it. It was I think it was like two and a half or maybe three days late. But you know, but yeah, for I mean, at for, least it wasn't two weeks late, like uh, the Adam Gray Memorial Tournament. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're talking about essentially, you're posting three shows. I mean, it's all the same name, but it's it's three shows. Yeah, and it was, plus it awards, was a lot plus of awards, and yeah, there's that's a whole lot of work. So yeah, I, I you know, throw if you had stayed in the title match and everybody had actually RP'd for it, that there's just no way any of that could have been. <laughs> yeah, and. I guess I was looking at the point. I was looking at it. It's like I don't want it delayed any more than it's gonna be. But then I realized. I realize now. It's like I don't think it would have mattered if it was a a week late. Um, it still would have been up. It still would have pertained to everything going on in our fantasy world. But I don't know. I just I just felt more compelled to focus on you know my event versus yeah. for a match that I probably would have lost. You know, and I'll, and I'll be honest. Considering the fact that I normally don't post Rampage until Monday or uh, Tuesday, <laughs> considering you know I'm always one or two days late. If you're only, if you're three days late with a, with with three shows, that's that's not too bad. Yeah, I guess that's that's only being a day late for each show. Yeah. So. Um. So um. Let's see. I'm gonna skip around on these these uh, topics a little bit, but uh, wh- where did you get the name? Uh, the revolutions per minute. <laughs> It's so stupid car. where I where I got the name. It's like if I gave you five guesses, you would need like a million. I guarantee you. Um, but it's very simple. It's very stupid. Um, it's from I got the name from a song by Sugar Ray. RPM oh, by Sugar Ray. That 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 makes me a little sad. I know it, it makes me sad talking about it. But you had to ask, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but, that's basically where I got the name from, being drunk and searching through my iTunes playlist. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was drunk when I came up with that. But uh, I was like, yeah, whatever. I would, I would hope that minute. you were drunk when you added Sugar Ray to your iTunes playlist. Come on, I've had that. <laughs> it's from it's from the album Floored, which is their best album. And I, I don't have any other Sugar Ray. Okay. 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 All right. Um. So we we talked a little bit about this, but um, so how how well uh, actually, I think I know how the first RPM started. That was when Chris started restarted the PWA back in uh, what was that two thousand eight? Yes. Wow. That jeez. Yeah. That's four years ago. Yeah. I and I said I was only coming back just until he got the roster. Uh, padded enough that I you could. didn't say that I did I told he sent me an email asked me to come back and I'm like I don't want to do this again I'm done wow I got out and uh, he's like come on I, I just need you just to stick around until I get a few people on the roster and you, you don't really have to even am I right fine just until there's enough people that join up and then I'm out because yeah and you didn't even end up winning the world title to the end of the year too not yeah. that not that you know I'm not saying anything against you but you know no, you I know I obviously stuck around for a while and that's that's great yeah, that was. I, I'd always meant to leave, and now I'm stuck. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, so anyway, back but back then, Chris had the idea of every third month he would uh, just let anybody run a pay per view. He called them indie events. Yeah. Um, I, and I, which I think he he sold it as, hey, you know, anybody can run a pay per view. It'd be really fun. But what it really was is, I don't want to have to do a pay per view every month. Um. And I was RPM the first one, the first indie event that they had. Uh, crap! Now I'm starting to blank. It, it was uh, yes, it was yes, it was. I um I I remember that because 
and not to get sad or anything, but uh, the weekend that I finished RPM was uh, the weekend my dad passed, and um, it was April two thousand eight. So yeah, that was that was the first indie event that the PWA had in the new era, the the version three. I get, I think that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. So wow, that was geez, so long ago. Yeah, it seems like it. It's it's unreal. I mean, I was. I don't even know what I was doing then. Well, I was wow. I was bouncing at a bar. That's what I was doing. <laughs> wow. Um. So, all right. Out of the three, so I guess there was one year without an RPM. Yeah, two thousand nine didn't have one, and that was because. Let's see. In two thousand nine, I had. I I took a hiatus from, I think it was May, or no, it was like it was like April till July then. In July, I brought back Matthew Angle, and he became and that was and he got started with the Pantheon. I know you remember that. Oh uh, yeah. And then you know that's I started going active, you know, pretty pretty consistently. And then I don't know if you remember, but Chris gave me the reins of PWA in early mm-hmm. 2010, and that's when I decided to do RPM too. Ah, uh, okay. I see. And I I know I put myself in the main event of that one, but I I don't regret it. It's my event. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I've been in the main event of Genesis. Um, I don't regret that either. So. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah, it, it worked out very well for me. <laughs> um, so which one has been your favorite? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I liked, I've liked them all. I would say my, my favorite was – my favorite in terms of actually producing it or – not really producing it, but you know, writing and putting everything together, I would say would be the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's where I started to get my, you know, feel for putting an event together, you know, and then I, I did my own graphics and I, I stole a page out of uh, uh, Rob Mushan or however his last name is, you know, Jeffrey Drake. <laughs> uh-huh. I stole a page out of his book and did like the music, um, you know, a, an individual song per wrestler to to link up with the page on, that their match is on. But I think my favorite one overall, uh, looking back at it as, as you know, just a reader, it has to be RPM three. I think that's, has been the best one so far. Yeah. My, um, it was mine because, um, it's the only one I've actually won a match at. So, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. At least you got a win there. Yeah, it, yeah, it was a title defense, so that was the. Uh... And you did it against uh, Matt McLean, so. Yeah, that's, who apparently is huge. is my arch my my like arch rival. He's the Lex Luthor to my Superman. That's um, true. It's I don't know. I think that came to be um, when you guys w- went face to face for the first time, and I just remember there was there was a there was a small uproar when that. Um, after after Genesis Nine went up, a small uproar. <laughs> but yeah, well, I think I think a lot of people, and myself included, and I, I know that I, I'm not going to hide behind you know. Oh, okay, you know, Rob did amazing, but because I I posted on the boards and I thought I thought differently. I thought um, Matt had did a better job. Well, yeah, you know, it was. I, yeah, I'm not going to say that I, I had won that unanimously, but I, he had told me that he thought that um, uh, actually for the people that are unaware that was I, I fought him at Genesis. Um Jamie Flint Genesis in the main event uh to defend the world title and I won. And 
apparently what he had told me was he thought that um, I was going to let him win. Like I was just going to like angle the match and which I thought was really, really odd because it was quite clear that I'd been seriously, I mean, both of us have been busting our ass oh, like, yeah. for a week or two, like RPN just like crazy <laughs> for this. And, um, so I don't know why he thought that I was going to angle the match. Like if I was going to do that, then I, I just wouldn't have put hours of effort into RPN. Um, but yeah, that one was definitely very close. And I don't recall exactly what the votes were, but I, you know, yeah, I, it, I it couldn't care. have been, you know, I, I'm positive. I didn't win by more than one or two votes. And yeah, that it was, I guess, controversial, but especially for him because he thought that he, he thought the whole time that he was just going to win, no matter what. You know, yeah, you know that's. I don't know if um maybe I didn't know that I, I hadn't heard that or maybe I did I I I read it somewhere and I forgot about it, but yeah that that was, in my opinion, and all the years I've been with the PWA, that was the fiercest and just the closest RP battle I've ever seen. And that's why, you know, I look back on that and it's like, you know what? I may have thought that Matt won, but you know, you could have easily won that too. I think it, it could have gone either way. And that's what the votes showed how close it was. And that, that was just a damn, a damn good RP battle. Yeah. That, that I'd, oh, I had uh, held up as I, I think the highlight of, of my RPs, but you guys, you guys did four RPs a piece. If I remember correctly. Yeah. Yeah, it I mean, was, that's, that's just insane. You don't see that anymore. Yeah, and and he, for every time he would he would write he would write one because like he posted for, he he posted first, and uh, I knew that I couldn't do like my normal Phoenix RPs and beat him. So what <laughs> I did was like I would make notes as I would read about stuff I'd want to respond to. And then when I was writing, when I thought that I was done, I actually counted the words in both of them. And then I made sure that my RPs were 50% longer than his because <laughs> I, I knew that I had to write more than he did if I had any chance to beat him. Yeah. So I figured 50% more is a, is how much I, I needed to do. <laughs> and that's not, a, that's not a bad strategy. I mean, Matt McLean is probably one of the best guys that I've seen that can say so much without, you know, a large word count. Um, and I, you know, back in that day in 2008, 2009, I, I, I read a lot of his work and I, I tried to kind of model that after my own characters to kind of, you know, say more, you know, say a lot with your words, yeah. but not have a ton of words. Yeah. That's actually something that I tend to do, or I try to do a lot. I, I just say what I need to say and don't pat it out. And I, I think that actually he and I are pretty, pretty alike in that because I remember whenever I would, you know, do the, the word counts, mm-hmm. you know, whenever I was done, it, it, my first go was done, we would be, you know, real close into what we had, you know, in the count. And then, so I had to write half again, what I normally would do. <laughs> hey, it worked, you know, yeah, uh, a lot, you know, I'm not going to say that, you know, people do that, but you know, I, I've, it, it's, it would not surprise me if people look at an RP and go, wow, that guy wrote a lot. Oh, yeah, I, I'm positive. I, I know they do, you know, and that that's something that I don't like. I've always said that, especially as somebody, you know, I'm, I'm sure you're this way too. We we don't have all the time in the world just to sit and read pages and pages of RPs. So if somebody can say what they need to say quickly and to the point, and, you know, and make me care, you know, in a, it, that's fantastic. Yeah. You know. So, but some people, they do, they think that longer means that the guy is 
better for some reason. Um, so yeah, I was trying to cover my bases by both writing, you know, what I thought was a good RP and writing a long RP for people to just breeze through them. But, um, and, um, so I also faced him at RPM two in a match that, um, both in character and out of character, I have absolutely no recollection of. Like, you've reminded me of this two or three times, and every time you say it, I'm like, that really happened? I don't remember that at all. I should send you the link to it right now. That's <laughs> what I should do. It, it was on night two, because RPM2 was only a two-night event. And it was on night two. I think it was the, yeah, it was the opening match of night two. Or no, no, I think the... Second to opening match, and um, yep, uh, good old Jamie Flynn comes out with the win here. You know, no, no craziness from the Phoenix. Let me, uh, I don't even know how Skype works here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to get back to your message. Um, it's it's pretty tricky. Um, now, if I remember correctly, then um, I guess the around by by RPM two, it was there. There was no. AOWF at that point. Yeah, no, there was, uh, there was none. Yeah. That was 2010, um, April. Yeah. April, 2010. And I think, I don't, I don't know if there was PWA rebel pro. I think there was PWA rebel pro, but there was no official AOWF community yet. Yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. That's why I couldn't remember. Cause I know that Bean had started our in, in the PWA and he was also participating in Rebel Pro and NAPW, which those two, Rebel Pro and NAPW had their own, they both shared a forum and, and had uh, cross-promotional stuff frequently. Yeah, oh, yeah, I do remember that, yes. And then the guy that originally ran Rebel Pro, whose name was Bo, quit and gave it to Bean, and... Um, his, his name was Bo? Like, his real name was Bo? Uh, I, I, as far as I know. Like That's ever, awesome. I, I've only ever heard him called Bo. Okay. I just um, think that's Southern authentic right there. Yeah, I know. I thought that too. <laughs> uh, like suddenly when, when I heard that, like the whole rebel pro thing made sense to me. And, um, then, um, uh, um, the guy who ran in whose name, I do not recall, uh, decided that he was going to quit, but he's decided like he was going to quit in like eight months. And that's, you know, it's like, all right, it was like, you know, January's like, all right, in October, we're having our last event. <laughs> That's that's odd. <laughs> yeah, I know it really is odd, and I don't know w- what the deal was precisely, but it basically he was going to shut down the forums and everything. And it wasn't like they were like hosted forums like the AOWF has now, where I host them on on our on my web server. It was like a like a free forums type of thing. If I again, if I remember correctly, I could be wrong about this, but what what it amounted to is Bean had to get Rebel Pro off of those forums. And mm-hmm. so I offered to bring him on to our forums and where they've been ever since. And um, at that point, and actually even before that point, I had thought about starting the AOWF, AOWF up again. And I'd even uh, contacted Ben about it and uh, gotten his, you know, uh, permission to go ahead and use the name and the, basically the rules and the, um, I was actually going to use the title lineage and stuff. And I was all set to, um, to do that. And I'd even contacted, uh, you know, I talked to Chris about it. Chris is all in. Bean was mostly in, although he he was a little bit concerned about uh, Rebel Pro being, you know, like a little Southern indie fed and 
how that would work story wise, but and I, then it I, just I think it's worked out okay. Yeah. This. And then and then once they um once we actually moved them onto the forums, then I got uh um you know, I changed the the forum title to AOWF Forums, even though we weren't doing events or anything. Yeah, no, I, I remember when that happened, and I I thought that was awesome. I, I was hoping that the AOWF would actually officially come back, and I'm I'm glad it has. I mean, because I remember you know nine or almost ten years ago now, being in the in the AOWF and how awesome it was, and now it's like uh, it's like a decade, you know, kind of like a flashback to the last decade. Yeah, it is. It is very odd that you know how all that stuff from ten years ago was suddenly back. But um, um, that that was just a complete tangent. That had nothing at all to do. With... I'm not sure. So, all right. So, is there I'm, any... I'm fine with that. We could go, we can go on different tangents all night. <laughs> uh, are there any other like um, you know RPM history type of things that I am not thinking to ask about that? you know, would be interesting to the people who downloaded the podcast? Uh, not really. I, okay. It just, it, the idea came to me. I, I wanted to run my own event. And like I said, RPM was pulled off from Sugar Ray, which I am very depressed about. But you know what? You know, in character, RPM is a very strong name and nobody mentions Sugar Ray. So that's good for me. <laughs> yeah. Until no, now. Until out, yeah. now. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, you know, not to sound like you know I rip people other people's work off, but I really modeled this event after what uh, Rob Rob M has done with Fall from Grace. Fall from Grace is probably like one of the best indie events event, indie event series that you'll ever you know read or ever you know look at, and you know basically just trying to do right by him and trying to come up with something that he would appreciate was what I wanted to do initially. And he made a comment on the boards recently about how he enjoyed RPM three, and that that really made me feel good. So that's I did not know that uh, he did the fall fall from grace. Um, yeah, going back all the way to like ninety eight or ninety nine, I think was the first one. Maybe even earlier ninety seven. I don't know, but um, yeah, there's been eight of them. So you know what's what's fun? My my AOWF knowledge is actually um very um um spotty especially because the pwa originally joined the awf when alec wilcox was in charge and then mm-hmm. i took over from him i took over again from him and i didn't really know anything about it wasn't that interested in it but other people were so i'm like you know whatever so i never actually participated in any of that stuff that i recall i've actually found cards later where i'm like i'm on that i don't remember doing that but yeah i, I think you were at aowf3 Probably, <laughs> it's, uh, that's, or maybe, that's, maybe I'm mistaken. It, it could be. I know I was on one of them. Apparently, as PWA World Champion, no recollection of it whatsoever. Well, you you do have six Tyler reigns, so yeah. And well, it was also I was apparently in the MOA. Oh yeah, <laughs> I don't remember that at all either. <laughs> um, so I'm reading on the uh, AOWF title histories and. Apparently, and Willie, you know, Willie Morin, uh-huh. he beat you in the finals of attorney to win the vacated AOWF World Championship. Really? I this, don't have it. See, again, I don't remember any of that stuff. So now, it, um, just, it just says Phoenix. Uh, it, it may not be the Phoenix. It may be a different uh, Phoenix. Yeah, it, I had heard that there was. Not the Emerald Phoenix. 
Yeah, I'd heard that there was actually another Phoenix at one point. Okay, but I, I did see an actual card where, and there's only been one Phoenix. It was PWA World Champion. Um, I think. Well, it does say it does say Willie Moran versus the Phoenix. Wow, I don't know. It, it's That's very not- possible. It could be me, but I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I ben mean, actually has a card online. The actual event online. He does. Yeah, if you yeah if you oh. go to AWF title histories. Yeah. It'll it'll have a link for the event wow. that that happened and it's actually online. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, I didn't know much about any of this stuff, but, uh, I did know, you know, like, I I honor bound at the very least the name rung a bell for me. And, um, the, uh, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, Oh, fall from grace. Fall from grace. Actually that, uh, that, you know, event name rang a bell. Yeah, that uh, like I said, that was such a great event uh, or a series of events. I mean, I've I think I've I I was a part of Fall from Grace six and or no Fall from Grace seven and eight, I think. But uh, Fall from Grace seven is when I won my first AOWF title, the King of Extreme title. So I that was always a great indie event, and that's what I try to model. Uh, RPM after. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't I'm like how we brought that back to where it was supposed to be. <laughs> I, I'm laughing because I actually pulled up this uh, event. Unified wrestling presents supernova 2002. Yeah. Um, hailing from Orlando, Florida, uh, a representative That's you. of PWA. <laughs> yep. You I lost, forgot. You lost even, to Willie Morin. Even back when I was, I've man, I've always lost to, to Jared. That guy's just phenomenal, and I I just can't RP against him. I know. I was trying to find my work against him when I won the AOWF Tag Team Championships back at AOWF 4, and that was at the beginning of 2003, and I can't find that work. But I'm like, "Ah, you know, I know Jarrett was really good back in those days. I'm like, how did I win? Because I'm pretty sure that I sucked back then. Yeah, it's just weird. I've got – you know what? And apparently – Jeffrey Drake, who was the special guest referee in the Phoenix's match at RBM three, was also the special guest referee in this match. Oh, are you kidding me? Nope. What are wow. the odds? Even I didn't know that. That is a strange coincidence. That is. We're gonna you have know, to talk to the other Rob about that one. Yeah, how that is really bizarre. Um. So anyway, um, what's interesting to me since you brought up Fall from Grace, I got a I got a tangent again. Um. Somebody thought – I'm not going to name names because, you know, if this is kind of silly or dumb, I don't want them to feel silly or dumb. But they thought that Fall from Grace uh, – because apparently – and I didn't remember this happening either. Uh, there was a Fall from Grace within the last couple of years where the Phoenix lost a retirement match to Mark Nasty, which I do remember that. I hope you remember that one. Um, that that It obviously didn't stick, but I do remember having that happen. And um, – uh, I, I didn't remember that was a fall from grace, but somebody thought that since the Phoenix lost, I, I guess they just heard the Phoenix lost a, a retirement match at fall from grace, that that's what the PWA called its retirement matches. Like it wasn't a loser leaves town. It's a fall from grace match. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think. And I'm like, cause they, they said, you know, they said that they wanted to have a fall from grace match against somebody at Genesis. And I'm like, Oh, why? What the hell is that? Are, like, are you, you know, talking about me? 
No, no, I'm not talking about you. They, they <laughs> no, told... I think you are talking about me. Nope. I'm just starting to piece this together here. No, no, no. This is actually somebody else who's, who shall remain nameless. Um, they wanted a fall from grace match against what... you at Genesis. No, no, not against me. Um, there, I just told you who it was. He wanted a fall from grace match against somebody else at Genesis. And I'm like, what the hell's a fall from grace match? And like, oh. you know, where the loser has to leave the Fed. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, yeah. you had one. You lost my oh, – no, I lost one at Fall from Grace. Yeah. Um, a Fall from Grace match is normally contested under – I think it's contested for the AOWF world title. Or it has been contested for the AOWF intercontinental title. And the loser obviously has to – I think it, the loser has to retire. Oh, it's see, not, I it's didn't not, even It's know not that. a loser leaves talent. It's a retirement match. Oh, wow. I so was... the, the individual that you uh, uh, told me who uh, asked for that needs to uh, understand that you got to oh. retire for good, buddy. I was not aware that that um, was uh, – I didn't even know that was a match too. type. I thought that that was not even a real match type. I thought that was just I, – I see. I was confused. Yeah, that's that's a, a marquee match that has been a tradition – at the Fall from Grace events. Well, that makes sense. But I do not know that uh, Rob, the other Rob, or as I call him, Derek, as that was suggested to me in the shout box, because having more than one Rob confuses me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they said, just call him Derek. I'm like, okay, that'll be fine. I, I, think I, I think I mentioned to you about having that type of match for, um, for Virus Phoenix at Genesis 12. Was that but, was that? Oh, that was the one we we faced off in the pure rules match. No, that was um. No, I'm talking about for the Genesis upcoming. Oh, is this? I uh, see. I don't even know what number that is. That's how awful I am. The one that we faced off at was uh. Son of a! I think it was Genesis ten. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You mean for yeah our upcoming match? Yeah. That that just would not work for me because um. Yeah, I don't want to give too many details away. So that's fine. Yeah, it's just the, the main problem is I I've got a real problem sticking with stipulations as proven. I know you do. That's why it would be awesome. <laughs> as proven. like if I beat you, no harm, no harm, no foul. You'll probably just show up a month later. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that that's what happens. Um. So let's see. I I lost my tab. I was too busy going over stuff that used to happen. Um, talk about where the name came from. Oh, RPM4. Is there going to be one? I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> um, I think so. Uh, I would love for there to be a fourth one. And the point behind uh, Boxer Project X, Project X stuff was to give Mike a chance to um, run the event um, just in case that I'm, at that point, I'm not able to do it. Or maybe I don't want the entire responsibility of the event. But um, I, I think there's definitely going to be one. And if Mike is not around at the time, and if I have the time, uh, I will do it. Hmm. If not, I think Ben might step in and do it as well. You know what's interesting to me? Between you and Mike, considering the fact that he's Irish and all, it's a couple of drunken bastards that love whiskey and charge RPM is what you're telling me. <laughs> interesting. <Yeah. laughs> Anything can happen. Anything. <laughs> um, all right. Favorite spots of RPM3. Um, I, I'll let you go first because I know what mine is. 
and uh, it's more than a little self-serving. So, <laughs> um, I uh, that Captain's Rise uh, ladder match I thought was probably one of one of the most fun matches to read. Drezzy really turned in. Uh, that was a uh, controversial a fine... match, by the way. Yeah, it was, but you know what? You know that's what Drezzy does. He he writes controversy. Oh uh, well, no, actually, the controversy that I had heard. Uh, I I don't find it controversial because I find it very hard to gather too much um, indignation over fake wrestling. Um, fake fake wrestling is um, because the ca- the PWA captain was um, uh, Vic Wagner, mm-hmm. and then John, the handler Vic Wagner, told me like days or a week before RPM uh, that he was quitting. Uh, he had some stuff oh. come up. Yeah, but it was too late by that point to change stuff. <laughs> yeah. So, so the PWA team did not have a, a an actual captain RP for the match, so they were Well, that that doesn't that doesn't explain why Dan and uh Taylor didn't RP. Who's Taylor? Taylor um handles Kyle Stevenson. Oh, well, because he's Kyle Stevenson because that guy's flaky as fuck. That's why. <laughs> he's not going to listen to us. He will never know. I know. Uh, um and then Danny Monroe, Danny Monroe? No, no, TBM, uh, Thomas Mitchell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I met Dan. Uh, Hannah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, TMB. The, yeah, I don't know. You should just call him the Midnight Express. That's, there's, I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. I, I've, I think I've told Dan that he should call uh, TMB the Midnight Express. I just think that would be a great name. <laughs> because I he's think black? I, I think, what? I, yeah, because you know the guy is the guy's a black freight train coming at you. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's hilarious. Actually, by the way, I I I need to get Dan on the show. He's been wanting to be on for forever, and it just the schedules never work out. So. When uh, when was the last time we did the show? It's been a while, but I remember him be, coming on as. Uh, did he come on as Victor Stone? Uh, no, he came on as Eli Storm. Ah, that's right. Yeah, that is correct. Yep. Um, that was, geez, back before the hiatus. That was year a couple of years back. Yeah. yeah, he was good. It, it he's always very like energetic and gung ho. And um, the the main problem with Dan is he's got so many ideas for what he wants to cover that it it's hard to keep the rest of the show on track. Yeah, he can, he can much like a runaway black midnight train. He can derail the entire show very quickly. Just that was an awesome so, segue. I, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why that's why you run this show. Um, I think I'm friends with him on Facebook. I, I I love seeing his Facebook updates every once in a while. They're they're kind of hilarious. Yes. Um, oh, the other the other reason it was controversial is because um, uh, Dallas Hoover was the TGW captain. Uh, how is that controversial? That's just hilarious. That's well, comedy right there. Well, let me explain to you why. Because when he wins, he's quite clearly the PWA's Dallas Hoover. Oh, oh, I understand. So I so I felt going into this match that no matter which team won, it would be a PWA victory. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 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 a you know, a good way to think about it. I was just going off of um you know, Ben Duke has that uh Fed loyalty on the rankings and uh Hoover's loyalty apparently is to TG uh TGW. So you may want to talk to him about that. Yeah, that's that's very hilarious considering his his win loss records and the various feds and the fact w- which fed is that he's a champion. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And TGW, I think he's like sporting like a point three 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 like win loss percentage. 
And he's only lost one match in PWA. Yeah, he just beat the Phoenix last week. I was that by a handshake. Yeah, the Phoenix submitted to a handshake so that he could get onto the the important business of um, beating the crap out of Jethro Hayes. You you know that I'm going to use that against you. You know. Yeah, that. I know that's that's the problem with like whenever I let Scotty Snow win the world title at Genesis. <laughs> oh, well, I would never bring that up. I mean, oh, people Scottie do Snow's all the time. I know the guy. It the guy just got inducted in the Hall of Fame. He should get a little something special for 30 minutes. But oh yeah. Plus, isn't he Ash Newcomb's twin brother? Yeah, his older twin brother, I guess. <laughs> I think that's how that works. Yeah, it, it just makes me sad because I did something I thought was was pretty pretty uh, cool and and very funny. And now, I like I, I regret it all the time because people are like, "You lost to Scotty Snow." Like, oh oh my god! But you you have an answer for that every single time they bring that up. Oh, I've got an answer for everything. That's why I know I, you do. That's why I know. Up. Um, hold on. Before we switch away from that, mm-hmm. there was a segment on that show that I thought was probably the most hilarious segment ever. I think you you definitely wrote it. Um, I would need to find Genesis Nine real quick. Okay, while you're doing that, I'm I want to talk about my favorite spot of RPM, and that was the um, unsurprisingly the the Phoenix Jamie Flynn match. Um. Oh, first of all, did you like how that match was written? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. Well, I appreciate that because I wrote it. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, actually, no, that's not true. What I like, my favorite spot was where Project X canceled the AOWF world title match <laughs> because that meant that the Phoenix headlined night three of RPM. So he essentially headlined the entire event. I know. I You made a post in that yep. on the feedback thread. I was like, yeah, I know Rob was going to love that. As yeah. soon as I wrote, I was writing that, I was like, Rob's going to love this because he's the main event now. Yep, because I had actually complained on PWA Radio a week before because I thought at some point it was said that the IC title match was going to main event night two. And then I saw it got moved to like a co-main event, which really co-main event just means it's not the main event um, of night three. And I'm like, oh, I got screwed. Yep. No, I didn't. Yes. No, you didn't. Project the most X, important match uh, of the, the whole show. So. Oh yeah, I, I think, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know if, um, you know, if the world title match has actually gone through, if that would have been, um, if that would have had more hype around it than the Phoenix Flynn match, and it's, and it's nothing to do with me, Alex, or Brandy, or our characters, um, but. You know, the Phoenix, you know, as we talked about before, the Phoenix Flynn match, that rivalry, I think, has been one of the better ones, you know, competitive wise. Um, not not necessarily like, you know, people hating people, you know, the whole grudge and, you know, people doing terrible things to people. But I think competition wise, that has been one of the better rivalries in the last couple of years. Yeah, people uh, on the the um, I don't think, I don't know if I mentioned this. But uh, on the Illuminati forums that nobody knows exists except for the people that can post there. Um, yeah, whenever they were talking about the matches for that, apparently everybody but me wanted that match. <laughs> and the reason <laughs> I didn't want it was because I knew what a close call it was the first time that I beat Jamie Flynn. So I, <laughs> I was like... <laughs> and then I, I remember Alex making um, a statement saying that, you know... Uh, when uh, the title was on the line, you know, Phoenix beat Flynn, and then when the title was on the line, Flynn beat Phoenix, and that was an easy argument to make on your part. But I was like, I knew that it was going to be a lot more than that, 
and uh, you guys, I I was really pissed at your first RP. Like I, that really pissed well, me off. I, I I didn't. I I looked now. I, here's the thing. I actually. That's, that's why. I mean, if if I, you know, whatever, because Brandon ruined the whole thing about you know voting going public or not. Um, it, but that's why I didn't vote for you. Yeah, well, because the, that RP pissed me off so much. My my problem was I honestly, sincerely, completely out of character thought that um, uh, Matt wasn't going to show up. Yeah. Um, because I looked at, I, I noticed that he hadn't been on the boards, like he hadn't posted anything, and I kept meaning to, and I got busy and couldn't do anything, and then I noticed that he had neither, which I thought was odd. So I actually looked at his profile. And the day that I posted, he had not been on the, he had not even logged into the forums for um, over three weeks, like mm-hmm. almost a month. So I thought he quit. And I honestly did not think that that match, I, I thought that he was not going to show up. And you you know what, that that's, that's a good observation because you're right. He hadn't been on the forums in a while. You know what actually uh, was the catalyst for him getting back on the forums and actually putting it up in an RP against you? Jeffrey Drake. No, it was yeah. me. Oh, you son of a bitch. I know. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is the one match that's not going to go in the shitter. Yeah. And I, I texted. I texted Matt. I was like, hey, <laughs> are you going to put up anything against Rob? You know, this is a – I told him, I was like, this is a pretty important match. You yeah, know? Rob just threw you a softball. You're going to hit it out of the park or what? <laughs> I didn't say that, but I should have. Um, <laughs> and you know what? He ended up – he ended up hitting a double up against the wall. He should have hit it out of the park, but it, it ended up being a double up against the wall. And that's and you were able to crawl back from that, and that was impressive. Yeah, that was uh, that was I was just shocked because I I I had missed the first deadline because I got confused thinking that since my match was on Sunday that I had the like regular R, uh, PWA style. Yeah, deadlines. I said the same deadline for everyone. Yeah, and I got I got confused, and so I posted the next morning um, after the deadline and. Like I said, I thought I'm like, oh, the guy hasn't been on in only a month. He's not coming back, mm-hmm. so I'll just put something up so I don't no show. But like that was also the same day I'd written like an entire rampage because nobody volunteered to write, and I also had to RP for a match in victory. So I'm like, I, I've done so much writing today. I'm not going to write a whole thing because the guy's not showing up and it's going to be wasted and yada yada. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. <laughs> and then he shows up. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so the lesson is, if it looks like your opponent's not going to show up, just don't RP because you can't yeah, lose the title by no showing. Uh, <laughs> yep. Fantastic. You've got a couple more things to cover. Do you mind taking uh, a break? Yeah, we, we will take a quick break. Uh, um, and we'll be back because, man, talking forever. So, yeah, be back just a minute. All right. When you say but, you've said a lot of things nobody else can say. When you say but, you've gone as far as you can go to get the very best. When you say but, you've said the word that means you like to do it all. When you say but. It means you want the beer that's got a taste that's number one. When you say but, you tell the world you know what makes it all the way. When you say but, you say you care enough to only want the king of beers. There is no other one. There's only something less. Because the king of beers is leading all the rest. When you say but. You've said it all. 
All right, we are back with uh, my special guest co-host, Joe Canlider. Cans lighter. Cans, yeah, plural. Yeah, um, I tried. It, you know, I made the effort, so that's worth something. <laughs> um, it, what, what, all right, we've been talking about the history of RPM and uh, the history of you know cool Phoenixy stuff and Joe Boxery stuff and virusy stuff. Um, and we've talked a little bit about our favorite bits of RPM three. But um, let's talk real quick about actually what happened at RPM three since we've you know been skirting that issue. Um, so we'll just start out with night one. And as I just told Joe uh, before recording, what we're going to do is I'll just I'll say the match, and Joe's going to tell us about the match. Um, so night one's main event was uh, AOWF uh, Television Champion Johnny Maverick taking on the PWA's Cody Bogard and Rebel Pro's Virgil Keenan. Yeah, this was a this was a good match. Um, RP wise, uh, all three guys put in a good effort, and even though there was some controversy on the boards about it, uh, Johnny Ma- yeah Johnny Maverick comes out the winner here. You keep saying uh, I, some controversy. <laughs> I know. There's you controversy have to downplay no matter it. what you do. It's but Johnny Maverick defends this title successfully, and um, I believe this is his fourth title defense uh, in a row that he's done. I know he, he won it against Corey Lazarus and Marvin Wood and he defended it a couple of times. I can't remember against who. Dallas Hoover was one of them I think. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's on a roll. However, mm-hmm. apparently Johnny Maverick is retiring. So Yeah. I hate it when champions retire with the belt. I know. Uh, who wrote this match? Um, Brandon did. Alright. Uh, next, we've got the uh, I, I guess I'll mix this into the interview of the year award, which I guess would be the role player of the year. Um, or is I this it, RP it was, of the was, year? Yeah. RP of the year. Okay. It was a in character kind of thing. And, um, the nominees were, I think Lisa Selden's zero space from honor bound when she won the AOWF world title. And then I, one of mine got nominated, Matt Engle, um, from summer, Sim- summer sizzler, and Teresa Carenta's uh, Feminine Mystique Part 2. And she was the one that won. And, uh, yeah, she wrote a stupid little speech and whatever. I need to um, I need to start naming my role plays. That's 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 why I'm not... Uh... I, I try and come up with names for role plays when I'm doing the uh, PWA Awards, but it's just they make it so hard. It's like, they you know, people talk about a million different things. They don't put a title on there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to start like, doing that. I'm just like, you know, Phoenix role play number two against this person. Boom. I, in my, you know what? The names are not going to relate at all to the RP. Like, I'll, you know, like, you know, like sardines and sunflower oil. That'll be one of them. What you should do is um, for the next, you know, 100 RPs that you do, just put like the song titles for the Beatles. There we go. That's what, that, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. But make sure that you put it in the actual RP itself, like at the very top or whatever. Yeah. That way people can be like, okay, I know this is the RP I'm looking at. But, yeah, come up with some crazy shit. You know, Beatles, Sons, Led Zeppelin, who cares? <laughs> All right. We've got a interpromotional match uh, labeled Logic versus Aggression in that, uh, let's see, Victory Pro's Marvin Wood versus – Did you uh, say Victory Pro? Yeah, I always call him Victory Pro. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I made a mistake one time, and then to act I, I like it wasn't it was, a mistake, um, I've done it. Called since. victory. Um, this ROPWA. Yes, 
I, Rob, I do listen to PWA radio. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I, I don't expect you to, to memorize all of our stupid things. But yeah, I, I called him Victory Pro once by uh, an accident, and then ever since then I've been doing it to make it look like the first time was on purpose. I'm very committed to covering up my mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> so Victory Pro's Marvin Wood, uh, the, oh, I'm sorry, the Crown Jewel Marvin Wood. Uh, there you go. Taking on PWA's uh, Adam Gray, a.k.a. Silverback. This was, you know, the logic versus aggression. You know, it's a really easy match title because we all know that Silverback is an aggressive, you know, emotional, very disturbing person, whereas Marvin Wood is very logical, you know, he conjures up strategy. He's he's a professional, so I thought this would be a good match to have, and Silverback ends up being the victor. Um, yes. Uh, then we've got the Event of the Year Award. Which I don't think was a shock as to what won. Um, well, it should be RPM three, but we're talking <laughs> last year. So, which of course should have been Dome of Destruction, Phoenix's title, uh, record-setting title win. But no, it was uh, Honor Bound, right? Yeah. If Dome of Destruction had the only thing that was lacking was the rest of the show. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, and, that, and that's the thing, like that. That matches Drezzy. I don't know. I don't know how he does it, but I guess when you only write two or three matches a year, you can do that kind of thing. Well, you know, I would. I would like to think that the uh, the commentary significantly boosted that match too. Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh, you know, I which I wrote. So uh, yeah. But I think that Honorbound winning this award is because of all the effort put in by. All four vet, all four uh, feds involved. You know. You yeah, know, I mean, you, well, yeah. Like you got, you got four, essentially four, four events. You know, combining into one big Voltron event, and what other single event can hold up to that? And surprisingly, the best night, in my opinion, uh, for Honorbound was probably Rebel Pro uh, Night Three. That was a really good top to bottom uh, show right there. Whereas Victories kind of lacked. Uh, BWF's was was pretty good. P- PWA's was good, but I thought Rebel Pro, and I'm not saying that just because of the virus beat Thunderwolf, <laughs> even though that was that was pretty awesome. Um, but I mean, I just thought that top to bottom Rebel Pro, and I think even Mike did the ra- when he was doing the ratings back then. I think the Rebel Pro uh, Night Three of Honorbound got the highest ratings out of all four shows. Oh, and I would like to point out too. He- even though I'm quite egotistical, I do not actually think that uh, Dome of Destruction was the best event. Uh, for your PWA year in voting, by the way, I did vote for um, 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 London's Burning. I know so, you did. Yeah. I just want to um, point that out. I, just just because I, I, I win a, a match doesn't mean I vote for it for the best, best well, show. I think that I think hands down that was the best match, but um, Summer Sizzler is the one that won the uh, event of the year for the PWA. And I, I agree with that because I think Summer Sizzler was a better show than Genesis Eleven and Dome of Destruction or and Ground Zero. So, but yeah, Dome of Destruction. I mean, that was such a oh wow, that's such a great match. I like how you subtly pointed out I was I was uh, calling the pay per view by the wrong name. <laughs> I've been calling it Dome of Destruction. I, I almost called it by the wrong name too. I had to correct myself. Um, all right, uh, let's see. We've got an interpromotional match where Victory Pro takes on Rebel Wrestling. Kind of mix things up a little bit. Uh, Anna Matthews versus uh, Justin Case. Well, you mixing it up is just you know that's the motif of this match right here. <laughs> I mean, Anna Matthews. Yeah, Anna Matthews and Justin Case are just bad shit crazy, and it, it's um it's awesome. Uh, 
Nick DeMarco, who handles Fallen Angel and Leonard Love and the Kumquat Kid, and uh, he's got another uh, Duncan Aries. You know, he came in with a clutch uh, match right here, and um, I told him I was like, just just write it crazy. You know, you know, he he kind of knew the characters, so he just incorporated what he could. You know, it wasn't you know a groundbreaking you know ten thousand word match, but it, it did the job. Oh, actually, I don't know if we mentioned this. Who wrote the um, Marvin Wood uh, Silverback match? Um, that was also Nick DeMarco. Okay. Yeah, I think he wrote three matches for this event. So well, the guy is a, a uh, you know he did study writing. He's got like a uh, master's in writing or something. Well, I don't know. It's he insane. might be my official match writer then for the rest of my e-fetting career. <laughs> uh, we've got tag team of the year award, which. Again, was not a big surprise to me as to who won. Uh, you know what? Um, for the AOWF, I agree with that, but I, I'm very surprised that they, the Order of Chaos won the PWA Tag Team of the Year, considering they only had one match. Well, that that did surprise entire me. Entire 2011. Yeah. yeah well, there... the, the AOWF, um, uh, there's no doubt about it, the Order of Chaos. I mean, I, I, would, I hope that second to none was a close second. Um, which is ironic considering the name, <laughs> but, um, you know, considering we, we, uh, got the titles at Honorbound, we, uh, ended up winning. Well, I ended up retaining Jethro or Bean ended up winning his title, but then, you know, the order of chaos second to none match on victory was, I think a great RP battle and Harry really, really gave it to us. They really yeah. showed us stuff there, and that's when the Order of Chaos came back as a dominant tag team. So I think that was a very deserving award for them. Yeah, I think that the big um, the big thing for them, yeah, and what I find with the events in general, and actually kind of my biggest issue with the year-end events is that people tend to have the shorter memories and they forget. I, I guess Honor Brown winning event of the year proves me wrong with this, but. Um, in general, people tend to vote for the more re- vote for the more recent stuff, and uh, like not not saying that Harry didn't do a fine job with the Order of Chaos, but I think that he kind of sealed the deal as far as this award, you know, because it right before he started having his flesh eaten, he made a big, uh, and I say that because I know he would laugh if he heard it, um, but um, he made that big push with the big AO uh, Order of Chaos World Tour thing where he was going to try and win every tag team yeah. title and. And he, he was uh, what three or two for two? Yeah, oh he yeah, the, he was on he his got way. Got PWA and he got Rebel Pro. Yeah. So I mean, all he had to do was you know go to TGW and you know not to not to be uh, mean to anyone, but I'm pretty sure he would have got that one as well. Yeah. Um, and then the only thing that was left was victory, which doesn't have a tag team title, yep. so. So uh, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah, I think his big push at the end of it, uh, the, the endish of the year is kind of what stuck in people's minds. Yeah, and, and it really did something for the uh, Mazakazu character, in my opinion, because uh, Masa was really suffering in TGW and in Victory uh, as a singles competitor. But um, the Order of Chaos, you know, Simon and his son is such a great team, and you know, going against Harry was from my experience, is probably one of the toughest tag team matches that I've ever had to RP for, ever. Yeah, Harry Harry uh, is just, I think, in general, just tough to go up against for a variety of reasons. Yeah, so. it's, you can isolate <laughs> Harry, you know, he seems to be 
almost unbeatable when he's got two characters that he's working with. Uh, he just plays them off each other so well. Um, but he, he tend to, he, he, he was tending to, you know, kind of stutter a little bit with Masa and with Simon, especially early in the year with the whole, uh, you know, Simon Callis losing to Teresa at Genesis and then being fired from PWA and then going to Rebel Pro and losing to Emily Corlin and then coming back and losing the AOWF world title match. But, you know, Harry really found his, um, uh, how do you say? Yeah, he really found his his groove, and uh, with the order of chaos, the actual attack team. Uh, all right, and in the last match, which was probably the first match, um, I don't remember the orders. Anyway, the uh, the interpromotional uh, aforementioned six man captains rise ladder match featuring the TGW team of Dallas Hoover, who was the captain, Joshua Danielson, who is also technically in PWA, uh, and Katie James who I think is also who in the PWA. was a PWA superstar at one time. Um, yeah, I don't know if she's still on the roster or not, or since they stopped that. I don't know if she's still talking. I don't, I, I don't, I don't think uh, any of Dave's characters are in PWA roster. <laughs> uh, did Emily quit? I believe so. I think after the Dome of Destruction match, Emily is... You know, I, I, I think, Rebel Pro, I think I right now. I think you might actually be right on that because I, whenever I book the cards, I look at the roster and I don't recall having seen Emily on said roster. No, Emily's not on the roster. So yeah, Dave pulled out of the PWA. Which is something we talked about before. Yep. Um, anyway, so versus the PWA team of uh, Vic Wagner, Vicious Vic Wagner, who is the PWA captain, versus Thomas Manchester Black versus or not versus and TMB and Kyle Stevenson. Um, the so, old new old new. Yes. Oh. So basically, five out of the six people in this are PWA people. Yeah. Um, which is no surprise considering, um, you know, the PWA being active every week, almost every single week out of the year for the last four years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that's actually one of the things about the AOWF is it's a bit incestuous in its, in its rosters, um, which is both good and bad because Mm -hmm. there's a whole lot of, you know, history between the people, but it's bad in that, uh, the community doesn't grow massively because of it. Yes. But you know, what can you do now in this match? Um, I don't know how exactly I came up with the idea. I'm sure this kind of match has been done before, uh, probably a hundred million times. But this is the first time I had actually thought of like, because I wanted to do like a big ladder match, tag team ladder match, and I was like, okay, well, you know, what if what if one particular person had to climb the ladder? And that's where I came up with the captains, you know, rise ladder match. And I thought, oh, God, it'd be hilarious if Dallas Hoover was the team's captain and only he could climb up the ladder. And whoever was riding that match, she had just, you know, an abundance of ideas of how to get Dallas Hoover up the ladder. I think Drezzy did a good job with that. And uh, TGW ends up winning this match. And they get a shot at the AOWF Intercontinental Championship, which is something you should be interested in. Um. Well, I would be interested, but the TGW team won, so... That's true. Uh, except I, except as I've mentioned, it was very controversial because I feel as though uh, 
since it was the PG, since you know anytime Dallas Hoover wins, he's PWA's Dallas Hoover. Then, you know. Well, if you want Dallas Hoover to represent PWA against you in the AOW Intercontinental Championship match, you will have to talk to Corey about that. Because I'm fine with it. I just think I just one of those three people should get uh, a match with you. Um, whether it's Katie James, you know Dave, or well, I don't know if Joshua Danielson even RP'd for that match. But it was it was it was Dave and and Dallas. I don't know Dallas's real name as the handler, but um, one of those two guys should should obviously get a chance to fight you. What? It's for wait wait. It's for an IC title match. Uh, that is correct, sir. Uh, somebody told me it's for a world title match. Somebody lied to me. That that is preposterous. I I agree it's preposterous, but crazy stuff happens in ladder matches. That's true, especially with six people involved. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, I, I guess I got confused. No, it's it's for a shot at your belt. I, I think it was I think it was probably Rich that told me this, so I don't even know why I should have listened to him in the first place. It, yeah, nothing good you, comes you from listening listen. to Rich. You know, yeah, you never listened to Rich before. Don't start doing it now. Um. Anyway, so um 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 night two. I'm sorry, I got distracted by something Justin Case said on the forums. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I was like, I thought I lost you for there for a second. Yeah, well, you did because it, well, you know, hell, we're just talking anyway. He may, I guess it's him. It has to be him who also he's got another thing, another login, Rocky Logan, and mm-hmm. he made a post about professional wrestling and behind the scenes. Yeah, I, I saw that post. <laughs> and I just I got annoyed by a couple of things that was said in there because like he asked them like they were questions and I'm like, this doesn't make any sense because was Dino Bravo murdered? Yes, Dino Bravo was murdered, you know. Yes, he was. Pat Patterson really gay. Yes, that's that's not even a yes, he's gay. There's no question about is he gay. He's gay. He was he was open about it. Yeah, like he was open about it back before like people could really be open, you know. <laughs> As, and then he he said that he he had a rough time accepting Queen Elizabeth's death, and I'm like, yeah, Queen Miss Elizabeth. That's funny. Um, now, was it was Elizabeth was uh, Macho Man's uh, valet for a while, wasn't she? I'm sorry, what? Uh, uh, Elizabeth, the uh, the Elizabeth that he's talking about. Was Macho Man's valet? Yeah. Yeah, that's how she started. Yeah, but... I mean, it was his wife. That's how she got into the business. Yeah. Did she ever valet for Lex Luger? Um, yeah, I think at the very end of WCW, I think she did. Okay. But she was hooked up with... I mean, she was, like, living with him. What was uh, What was Ric Flair's valet's name? Do you remember her? Ric Flair? Well, yeah. Elizabeth was also... WCW Ric Flair. Yeah, she uh well there was a woman um and there was also uh Elizabeth was part of that too. Like she oh, okay. turned on Flair. She came to WCW with with uh, a Savage and then turned on him and joined up with the Horseman. Oh, that's that's right. Cuz I remember the only reason I remember that is because recently I watched the uh the first time that Flair and Hogan fought was at w, was in WCW and I know I think it was Miss Elizabeth that was Flair's uh, valet at the time. And yeah, I just I remember him. I remember Flair just cheating Hogan to death, but uh, obviously Hogan won. So, but. yeah, but that's not anything but RPM. Uh, I'm sorry, I just got oh. 
I, I just got a little bit distracted by that because he, I guess he thinks that I was jumping on him by posting that those were just ridiculous. Um, but they were ridiculous and I wasn't jumping on him, but like some of that stuff, like is Pat Patterson gay and is Dino Bravo murdered? Well, it's like fucking Wikipedia will tell you that in 20 seconds. Like the, these are not, you know, like, you know, I, like I heard that so-and-so was supposed to win the title, you know, at WrestleMania, but they didn't. So what happened there? Like, that's like a, a wrestling urban legend type of thing. These are just facts. You know what I mean? Like there's not yeah. even any debate or question well, about them. They're just facts. What, what you should do, Rob, is you should just calm down and not bite everyone's head off that, you know, I can't help it. The- I, I just get very annoyed at stuff like that. Like <laughs> I've got a very low tolerance for, I, I think it's mostly that, uh, as you are aware, I, I um, tend to be uh, fairly, um, well, political is not the right word, but I'm very interested in politics. So I do a lot of, you know, reading about stuff like that and I get very annoyed. And, and right now it's very bad because they're doing the primary in Florida. So there's mm-hmm. all of this crap, just people talking about it at work. And then on, on the radio and TV and the newspaper and everything that are just the, you know, just all this political bullshit. And it's like, none of that even makes sense. And so my, my threshold for, for bullshit is extraordinarily low, uh, in, until the primary is over. <laughs> that's, that's my main thing right now. I, I don't mean to lash out. I just, I can't take any more of this shit. And I just wish it would all stop. <laughs> I'm going to write in the shout box, just everything you just said right now. <laughs> all right. It's, it's the primaries, Joel. All right. Take it easy. <laughs> oh, is he, is he shouting box in that? I, I, or no? Oh, okay. I was gonna say because he, he does. He, take no, he's to, he's on, he's on the forums right now. Anyway, um, so not, not, I, I don't mean to derail that. I, I bet it's. You should look at the shout box. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I'm sure people are loving the real timiness of this. This is just... yes. Um, and it's a different aspect to PWA radio. It, you know, this is like real time, yeah. you know, stuff happening right now. People will be able to look back at that and say, wow, they were recording at, you know, one thirty yep. my time, two thirty your time, yeah. you know, on like, wow, that's crazy. You know, yeah, they can, yeah, they'll see the post. <laughs> uh, all right. So night two of RPM was, um, um, all right. The main event was an AOWF world tag team championship match to, uh, for the vacant titles since, Harry is in, not around at the moment. Um, yeah. He actually texted me the other day asking me how I was doing. I was like, what are you asking me for? I'm like, how the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, have you died yet? What's going on? Oh, uh, geez. Still in the hospital? Uh, no, he's out. Oh, wow. Um, out of the hospital, but I think he's in, uh, uh he's, he's still laid up. Like he's, he doesn't have. You know, he hasn't really walked around much at all. Like, he's still um, pretty pretty worn down from what happened to him. So, I don't, I don't suspect him being on a computer anytime soon. But, yeah, he's out of the hospital. So, main event, RPM 3. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, <laughs> I'm very, very distracted. Uh, we got the, the all right, I'm just going to try and, and do this. I, I might screw this up. But, you probably uh, do a better job than I would. TGW Chi-Town Connection well, taking yeah. on Victory Pros, Lachlan, Marta, and Finale. Or, yeah, Finale. 
Lock uh, versus Artra or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What a stupid name. I I would think it's Scottish, but that's probably because it's got Lock at the beginning, like Loch Ness. So uh, I don't know. Alex could isn't, probably isn't that English? I don't know. Loch Ness is in Scotland. British? Oh, I thought he was in Britain. No. Well, either way, he's on it's a terrible same island. He's on a terrible island. Yeah, we want to talk about. Yeah, you know what? This is another tangent, but I've just heard that uh, there's apparently the the independence movement movement in Scotland is flaring up again, and their idea is not just independence from from Britain, but they want to become part of Scandinavia. I don't even know how you do that. How do you just say we want to be Scandinavian now? That's fucked up. And, and a bigger question is why? Yeah, I don't know. I do not know. Um, but. Yeah, I, you know what? I just have a hard time trusting anybody that eats haggis on purpose. <laughs> um, let's see. The PWA is Rona Langley and Danny Monroe, and Rebel Pro's Hardcore Entertainment, which is um, um, wait, don't Come tell on. me, Vincent Black and uh, Bubba J. That is correct. Ooh, awesome. Um, Hardcore Entertainment pulls out the win of this one in a very good. Uh, tag team match that I believe was set up to have only two people in it at the same time, but you got four different teams. So basically, you can tag in anyone to to replace you. So there's a lot of craziness going on, and Hardcore Entertainment pulls it out, and they become the AOWF's new tag team champions. And that's over, you know, a, a lot of good talent there. So that's a very good win for them. All right, who wrote that match? Um, I believe, ah, oh, that's a good question. I, no, Bean wrote it. Yeah. I was like, I, I was like, I knew Bean wrote a match and that was it. He wrote the tag team match and Ben Duke helped out with the entrances. All right. Uh, and I know, I, I know that you're not going by the show itself. You're going by the, uh, the card lineup. Yep. Uh, for the record, the AOWF tag team title match happened on night three. Oh, well, I, you know, I, it, that's what I get for trusting Ben Duke's website. <laughs> no, if you go to night two event, the, uh, the actual tag team match is not on there because of the craziness, the, the obscurity, the, the, the rioting of the crowd on the end of night two oh. after the Joe Boxer project X max, which was, I believe the next match I was going to mention. Well, Except I was going to talk about the Career Achievement Award. Oh, we don't have to talk about Lisa Selton. Oh, uh, yeah, especially because, um, I don't know, I, I think personally the Phoenix had a career year in 2011. But... Hey, so did Matthew Angle, longest yeah. reigning world champion of all time. Yeah, that's um, that's probably not going to be changed anytime soon either. I'm very <laughs> sad about this. I, I, I keep putting off Genesis, but I can't put it off until May, so I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> It's got to happen sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's actually I'm getting set to announce. You know what? You you know you could probably get away with putting it off till May. I don't think anybody's gonna fight you on that. <laughs> I mean, they could try. But I'm like, yeah. What are you, what, you what, what gonna say? Genesis? Oh, Robinson, you're terrible. Requit. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. There's gonna be like some kind of like uh, uh, black market Genesis going on in a couple of weeks if I don't announce something soon. <laughs> where like somebody's just gonna, like I even PM'd you about it. I was like, "When the hell is Genesis going to happen?" So I can update the goddamn. Uh, yeah, event. I know. I, I will. I will be announcing that this weekend. I suppose. I just that my main problem was that, like, I'd already told Chris that 
um, because he's once registered to be at every Genesis and he's got a match plan with McNasty and he's going to be on vacation. Uh, actually here in Florida, I'm going to see Chris. Apparently you're going to meet Chris. I'm going to meet Chris. That'll be interesting. Yep. You um, guys know each other for a long time now, right? Yeah. Since like 98, I guess. Wow. So, that's, yeah. That's a lot of the years. That is. Um, so he's going to be down here in my neck of the woods. Um, vacation central is where I live. And yeah, because you live uh, Orlando, you live near uh, Disney World, right? Yeah, I'm like half an hour from Disney, yeah, and that's, that's only because the highways here suck. It's like <laughs> it, seriously, there's like no high, there's no highways that crisscross the area. There's like one highway, and you got to drive through town to get there, and that's what takes most of the time is driving through the damn town. Anyway, um, so that's why I can't do it because he's gonna be out of town. There's other people. I gotta. Make sure people are going to be there and then have time to build up the stupid matches. And just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such a pain in the ass. As you are well aware, putting together a big show is not easy. And you this gotta, is not just any show. This is Genesis. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, this is like if it were any other pay-per-view, I'd just be like, screw it and put the show together. But this is <laughs> theoretically the the PWA's biggest show of the year. So i got to make yeah. it good. If it's not it's good. Always, then... It's always in the running for event of the year. Every single yeah, year. As it should and be. I think, I think it's won it twice. I think yeah. Genesis nine and ten won both years. So yeah. Um, all right. So you know, you mentioned it—the Joe Boxer uh, versus Project X match. Um, five falls territory is what they call it, and it was, if I understand the concept, five falls. Uh, each the each of the first four falls represents uh, a different AOWF Fed. The loser of which has to, um, I guess, leave that Fed per that Fed's off limits. Yeah, yeah, the loser is banned from that. From and that um, and hopefully both of these people have more integrity than the Phoenix would under such uh, stipulations. Well, I don't know about Project X, but I know that Joe Boxer is of the utmost integrity. Yeah, it is. I did. I did point out on PWA Radio that uh, um, it, Project X was kind of dumb for agreeing to that first four falls <laughs> of that stipulation because Joe Boxer is not an active wrestler in any of the four fights. <laughs> So he had nothing to lose. Um, that's that's true, but I think the idea is the idea behind that was you know we were Mike and I were building up you know these guys they can't coexist in the AOWF, and since the AOWF is made up of four different feds, it's like you know what we're gonna battle it out. You know, each person's gonna fight for their chances to ever be in a fed. So it's like yeah, even though Joe Boxer he's he was in victory, that's where he's been. You know, if he ever wrestled, but I mean, he, you know, it's, if you wanted to go to RPW, he couldn't, if he lost to PX in that match, if you wanted to go to TGW, he couldn't, if he lost, you know, it's just, it's the what ifs, you know, it's, it's kind of like setting the future for these two. And Joe Boxer ends up banning PX from every single fed except the PWA. Which but, is nice, because I like PX in the PWA. I not know. that I don't like Joe Boxer, but he wasn't in the PWA anyway, so... It's true. He was not in the PWA as a wrestler. Yeah. However, in the last fall, um, it was for control of the RPM brand, which Joe Boxer lost. And the way he lost is terrible. It made me cry when I wrote it, but not really. But it would make any normal person cry if they wrote that. Um, a cancer, a cancer, a kid that had cancer was named an honorary referee earlier in the show. Project X drags the kid into the ring, makes him count one, two, three, 
in the last fall when he takes away the RPM brand from Joe Boxer. And the reason that it's so terrible is because Joe Boxer is a cancer survivor. I shouldn't have laughed at that. I don't know why. I just thought that was amusing. Uh, because I <laughs> it, thought it's kind of amusing. Uh, I instantly when, thought of like a reality show, like where they. It, it kind of is. It's a sick reality show. That's what happened at the end there. <laughs> yeah. You know, Project X makes this poor kid come into the ring. This poor kid who's got cancer, who's <laughs> not going to live very long, makes him you know count out his his hero, his idol, uh, and it, it's just a sad you know state of affairs there. And uh, Joe Boxer ends up. Losing the RPM brand, and he goes into hiding, but not really because he's working with uh, Sukia, um, that Native American kid in in uh, Victory. He's training him right now. So, um, yeah, that was sad. Uh, what do we got next? Match of the Year award. Um, oh. Uh, who wrote the the Joe Boxer PX match? Uh, Mike and I both wrote it. Um, hmm. sounds like a little bit of conspiracy going on right there. Uh, you don't know anything. Uh, that's very true. I don't. Um, <laughs> match of the year award. Who won that? Uh, that went to the match that you won, the Dome of Destruction match from PWA. Uh, all right, as well it should. I I didn't even know that was in the running. I think it was in the running. Apparently, because it won. I think, um, uh, what other matches were in the running? I guess I couldn't really have written a, a acceptance speech for that. That wouldn't make yeah. much sense. I think the AOWF World Title match from Honorbound was in the running. And also the Kingdom of Death match uh, from Rebel Pro's Birthday Bash. Or maybe not. Or maybe it was... <laughs> I, I can't remember everything. But, yeah. The Dome of Destruction is the one that won the... AOWF event, uh, or excuse me, the match of the year. <laughs> um, all right, well, that's that's fine. I just want to make sure I didn't miss out on a chance to write an acceptance speech. <laughs> uh, we had a actually for that. I had I I had Joe Boxer mail out a trophy to everyone that was involved. Very nice. And uh, Dead or Dave is the one that accepted, or no, it wasn't Dead or Dave. I don't know who it was. Um, we've got a, uh, an AOWF King O Extreme or Queen of Extreme, since it's a woman holding it, uh, right now, championship, uh, fight between, nope, not going to do it. Erica Engel, the reigning champion. I almost said, um, the, the proper pronunciation of that name, but no, I refuse to do that on PWA radio. That's you realize this goes back to, um, this goes back to 2008. Yep. Are you mispronouncing her name? Yeah. And, and, and I was on that show when you started doing it. <laughs> and again, that was an honest mistake that I made. Um, and the, it's been four years of me covering up that mistake. <laughs> Very dedicated to that. Um, AJ Adams uh, and where's AJ Adams from? TGW, I guess. Yes. Um, and hostile Peter Larson. I, I call him hostile. Like you know, yeah, yeah. I've actually like we've had a hostile force, or yeah, we've had that um, that debate on PW Radio. Actually, how do you pronounce that? Is it hostile or hostile? And I'm like, well, it could be either, because yeah. he, he could be hostile or he could be hostile. Like you know, like oh, there's hostiles around in the area. Yeah, I don't know. 
I do not know. Peter Larson, anyway. I, I... Uh, Erica, Erica Angle, ends up winning this match, and she retains her championship, and which is very good because that she becomes the second Angle to hold that title and to have a successful run at it. Nice, yes. It's always sad whenever people lose on their first title defense, and I guess I shouldn't say that too much because I got I, I'm about to do that at Genesis, but what are you going to do? <laughs> um, <laughs> We got a Rookie of the Year award, which I was not in the running for, so... Uh, you're not a uh, AOWF rookie. Come on. I know. I know. It, well, Not Striker was. That's true. And he was That's very true. successful. But <laughs> doesn't the Phoenix deny that he was actually Night Striker? Or um, no. Not, not any, well, it depends. If he's up for an award, then he will admit it. Oh. Um, it, it's all about the glory. If there's glory <laughs> or money in it, then he will admit to just about anything. I swear to God, Rob, you're the best at having everything matter when it's very convenient for you. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's There's no one that's better at that than you. <laughs> like, I'm seriously writing, I'm seriously typing up an RP right now for, for our match at Genesis, and I'm trying everything I can to not get you to the point where you where you basically just take a run um with with something that didn't matter to me but matters to you or something that didn't matter to you, to you before but now it does matter it's just <laughs> i have to operate around that and it's it's amazing how well you you do with that yeah it's it's a gift the, the whole phoenix not caring at all except when there's a title on the line it, normally that would be eaten alive by most people but you make it work and you're the best at it it's ridiculous <laughs> Yeah, it's you know what it comes from being lazy, and you got to really find ways to, um, uh, you know, kind of own that and, and also make it work for you. That's true, and, and it's it a goes lifetime back, effort. It goes back to RPM three, uh, the Phoenix Flame match, and it, it goes all the way back to two thousand eight. I mean, it, it probably even back further than that, but I I don't remember. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's definitely a a talent. <laughs> um, what were we talking about? I get so excited. People say nice things about me. Uh, uh, oh, rookie of the year. That's what we're talking about. Uh, Anna Matthews wins the AOWF rookie of the year. Oh, I fucking hate Anna Matthews. Oh, come on. Uh, well, actually, technically, right I, I do enjoy reading the Anna Matthews RPs. I hate RPing against Anna Matthews. Yeah, she's really hard to go against. It's just it's or, just a wall I'm of sorry, insanity. He, he or she, I don't know if it's a he or she, I don't know. If I, you know what? I think I, I kind of, I have a theory, and I, I'd rather not say it on the uh, the podcast here. Uh, I'll tell she's you. She's not going to listen to it anyway. Uh, yeah, but it's it's not fair. I, I kind of cheated to deduce some things. Oh, you um, cheated. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, I went into the server logs. <laughs> oh, so you know? <laughs> I, I, I have a theory. I mean, I can't prove it. Because nobody, nobody that could prove it will admit it to me. But I've got theories. Um, and then are we going to talk about um, the McNasty? No way. I, I think so. I think so. Okay, well, yeah, I'm not going to mention what you just said to me because that would be that, that might unravel the entire universe as we know it. <laughs> yeah, that's my proof. Oh, well, it may I not mean, be the same a, person, but, but right, yeah, but there's but how, there's how could that there. be a happy coincidence? You know, exactly, that's what I'm saying. That's that is very interesting. Yep. That man, 
that would just um I know it's it's it it's mind bot mind bottling really yeah, which it, I it really is. Yeah. And, and yeah, I did say mind bottling in case I oh Rob said that. Yeah. That's nobody that's knows what we're talking about right now. And that's nope. what I love about the show. <laughs> but it is shocking. All right, so <laughs> speaking uh, no, I shouldn't say that. But going on to the next <laughs> match. Um <laughs> Damn yeah. it! I just ruined it. <laughs> yeah, so we got Mark McNasty and and uh, Lucy Starr in a, uh, a PWA presents I Quit rivalry match. This, uh, I mean, I don't know where this rivalry really came from. I guess I guess it started happening towards the end of 2011. But I th- I thought this was a really good match. Um, Ace and Kyle really uh, agreed to it. I think they agreed to it in the RPM Dream match thread. And then I got a PM about it, you know, saying we, they want to make this match happen. I was like, no, that's great. That's awesome. Um, and the I Quit match, I think, is – it reminds me of, the, you know, Mankind, the Mick Foley days. And those matches are really cool to see. And Nick DeMarco wrote this one. And I think he did a really good job. Well, excellent. Who wrote this match? I just said Nick DeMarco. Oh. I, I did hear that too. I'm just, uh, yeah, I, I'm busy replying to trying to reply to um, um, just in case. He hasn't said anything in Shoutbox. I'm disappointed. Yeah, he, I, he's. It says he's still online in that particular forum. So now let's get to night three. We already know. Uh, I, all right, I'll discuss it anyway. Okay, uh, the main event was supposed to be the AOWF World Championship match between uh, champion Lisa Selden, uh, Teresa, um, I, I can't pronounce that, it's Qdoba on PW Radio. And, Teresa Qdoba. And uh, originally Matthew Engel, we were discussed dropping out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this match did not happen. Um, and and uh, why? Why did this match not happen? Um, well, when I dropped out of it, um, kind of threw a wrench in the plans that Alex and Ben had. Um, and I, I honestly, you know, judging from the RPs they did, you know, the whole images and whatnot, I don't think that either one of them wanted uh, that match to happen. And Alex was pretty vague with me. He told me to just play it safe. And I'm like, okay. So I, I used the whole Project X taking over Project X hating Joe Boxer, Project X wanting to make RPM 3 as terrible as possible. So his event of RPM 4 would be just amazing and blow away everything that Joe Boxer had ever done, which is why I had Project X cancel the match in character. Um, But out of character, I dropped out of it because of personal issues, you know, being too busy with uh, life and then having to do this event. And then um, I guess, you know, Alex and Brandy just wanted to push it back a week. So that's why we did this way. All right. And which is absolutely 100% good with me. Although I guess not. We won't get there next. Uh, the AOWF Hall of Fame inductees. Who who entered this year? Uh, who entered? It was Tommy Riley. Uh, Showtime. Shoot. Marcus <laughs> Marcus Ambrose. And... Um, who was the uh, okay. Matt Attic? Matt Attic. Okay. Who? What? Uh, where's you, this? You got where's, who that is? I uh, no, I know that. Where, where's this Hall of Fame? At the very end of the. Uh, no, I mean, is there is there a place on the uh, AOWF site where it lists all the people in said Hall of Fame? If you 
go to the main site and you go to histories. Uh, okay, a, I was looking at rewards. Yeah, Hall of Fame. Um, and, and unfortunately, you're not in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It fucking Showtime. <laughs> well, I think here's the thing. Ben Duke is very adamant about people going to the Hall of Fame that aren't wrestling anymore. Oh, so that's why guys like Matt Attic, Tommy Riley, Showtime, Marcus Ambrose. That's why they're co- they're going in because they were AOWF legends, um, but they're they're no longer active. I see. Which what's is interesting funny. to me is Showtime went in ahead of like Razor or Chameleon. Who I mean, aside from like Razor's one match at Genesis each year, they're done. Yeah, that's understand. true. What, um, what I also find interesting, Razor's in it. He was he was in the first class. Who was? Yeah, if, if you go to the very top. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I did not scroll the way. For some reason, it just automatically went to the bottom. So I thought that that was the top. I thought 2006 yeah. was the first year. Oh, well, you don't want to fuck Razor then. Um, <laughs> what I did find interesting was that, uh, much like the PWA Hall of Fame, Cyrus Morin is in this thing three times. <laughs> well, Cyrus Morin is. Yeah, he's just amazing <laughs> I, i'm pretty sure i think i have it on, on my computer somewhere i've counted all the championships he's won i think he's had 26 or 27 different championship title rings just in the pwa yeah it's just because he, he's a he's a 16 time pwa tag team champion he's a five-time pwa world champion he's a goddamn pwa internet champion you know, I, it's just sick. <laughs> and what's funny, t- funny about that too is his title range would be so much longer, except that he would like voluntarily like give them up. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he 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 dropped the world title at one point just because, and his way of doing it was by um, saying he wanted the grizzly beer title. He had both that and the grizzly beer title. And he wanted the grizzly beer title more, yeah. and so then Robinson stripped him of both of them because <laughs> you're an idiot if you drop the world title. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, so yeah, so he could have he could have had like just, Jarrett's just insanely good. Yeah, I, I'm actually as much as I like Jarrett, I like having him run. I love reading his stuff. I'm so glad that he's not active right now because I I couldn't beat him. Yeah, no, I I don't think a, a lot of us could beat him. Yeah, uh, I loved um, the the Cyrus Moore and Jethro Hayes match at Genesis Genesis Ten. That was a I, I just thought. You've got, you know, Cyrus Morin, who's a great, you know, legend, who's always been a great guy. And Jethro Hayes, you know, he was a great guy up until that point. You know, it was kind of like battle of the two of the, the, the best good guys of the PWA. And then Jethro Hayes turns on him and, and becomes a heel at the, after that match. I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was awesome. You know what? Speaking of Hall of Fame, <clears throat> we got the PWA Hall of Fame coming up. I was thinking about that. I have no idea who I'm going to induct this year. <laughs> Can I give you some ideas? You could give me some ideas. And in fact, anybody listening to this, feel free to give me ideas because I don't. What, a, know. what about Lucius Star? Oh yeah, I know. I know. I mean, it's it's That's insane. And... One person has nominated, um, and this is going to be controversial, but uh, Alex Wilkie. Ooh, uh, he, that's yeah. I don't know. I mean, no offense to the guy, uh, but, you know, he hasn't been around in so long. But I, I guess, you know, because he was he was a big name in the PWA version, too, when for the they, month yeah, it was open. Yeah, that's then, that's my thing. He was, was a big deal in the first year that version three was running. Yeah, 
I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm very torn. I'm thinking I'm just going to put Might and Magic in and uh, maybe Derek Steven Taylor. Um, I don't think there's any other characters. Point, like, oh, not Striker might go in. Yeah, why not? That's sure. that's who I was going to say. Yeah. Should put Marco Dante in. Uh, oh, what about, what about, uh, I, I would say Cody Bogard, but I, I'm very against nominating people for the Hall of Fame that haven't won the world title. <laughs> so, uh, when Matt Stone went in and Jamie Flynn went in, I was like, uh, really? I mean, Jamie Flynn, well, see, yeah, I yeah. don't see it that way, because I mean, like, if you're looking at real life examples, you like Roddy Piper's never won a world title, and yet he's undeniably one of the greatest, you know, heels of all time. Okay, that's a very good point. I, I didn't see it that way. I guess if you're... I mean, I, it, on the like one that. hand, this is a different thing, I guess, in a way. But, yeah, I mean, like, I not. I mean, I put Matt Stone in because, uh, just because the dude basically, like, nobody could get, hell, nobody can still get the IC title away from him for any length of time. Yeah, I mean... The guy's just, he's fucking dominated that division. That's like, insanely so that's because we're not in it well yeah actually i was um at one point back before i i had to take the pwa back over i really really wanted to try to get the ic title because that's the uh the only active title in the pwa that the phoenix hasn't held ever is that true um yeah i i don't recall him having won it since i don't think he's ever won it I know at that at the time he had never won it. So um, now, now I'm. Am I? When was the Phoenix ever a tag champion? Yeah, he's never won. Um, back in PWA version one with the uh, the prisoner. Ah, okay. So basically, the Intercontinental title is the one title. Yeah. Out of the titles that are active now, that yeah. has not been held by the Phoenix. You know what? I. After you lose a world title at Genesis, that's a that's a fair game. <laughs> oh wow! Ooh. I like, I like how you did that. Um, and in fact, RPM. <laughs> uh, we've got let's see the actual main event of the show: the AWF Intercontinental Championship uh, champion PWA's the Phoenix. It, actually, this is a, a point that that has been brought up recently. Uh, he, he, technically, he won the title for victory, um, but he is you know the PWA world champion and the owner of the PWA. So I don't know who is he representing. If you ask Ben Duke, it's victory. But uh, if you ask the Phoenix, it's the PWA either way, he's taken on his old rival, Jamie Flynn. And, um, Oh, I, I don't, it, that's I almost stepped on your job there. Who, who won this match as if we don't already know. Well, the Phoenix, Rob Robinson, uh, the man, the myth, the legend comes out victorious here. no, no uh, cheating antics, no craziness. It's just a straight-up match. And Jamie Flynn goes in with blind rage and gets beat by one of the best wrestlers in PWA history. Yeah. Oh, oh so there you go. Here's And you wrote this match, as we already discussed. One bit of trivia about this match that I think that we discussed when we were not recording. If not, then people are hearing this for the second time. But uh, the the special referee for this match was Jeffrey Drake, and and was this a- was not the first time it was he was a special guest referee in a uh, AOWF title match involving the Phoenix. That is true. <laughs> Apparently, all the way back to two thousand two. Go yeah. ahead. Uh, yeah, there was a a tournament. In the finals of the tournament was Willie Morin versus the Phoenix um, for the AOWF World Championship, and. A- for some reason that I don't recall, uh, Jeffrey Drake was the special guest referee for that match too. 
What are the odds? I think, um, if I remember correctly, I think the vacated world title was because, um, you know what? Now I have to go back and look. <laughs> uh, okay. So Jeffrey Drake had it, uh, technically retired at Fall from Grace 6, and that's what vacated the title. Uh, and that was that was April 2002. So the title was vacated for three months, and then Willie Morin won it in the finals against the Phoenix. Drake was a special guest referee, obviously, because he was the last AOWF world champion. I see. Very interesting. It 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 comes back. I would say it comes back full circle, which is one of uh, uh Derek's or the other Rob, one of his favorite <laughs> things to say. Full circle. So I I found that to be very very amusing. Uh, we have a wrestler of the year award, which uh, did not involve me. That <laughs> involved Matt Stone, Matthew Angle, and Lisa Selden, and obviously Lisa Selden won that one. Ah. Uh. I see the queen of virtually everything. Yeah, Rebel Pro World Champion, AOW World Champion for the last nine months. Owns the second best uh, Fed in the uh, AOWF. Uh, with number one being the PWA. Of course, the best and the oldest. <laughs> um, and you know, it, it, I don't think that the spinoff can ever be better than the the original. So, you know, it's like it's like uh, was Frazier better than Cheers? No. Was Joey better than friends? I was no. going to bring that up, but I didn't think either of them were very good. Uh, <laughs> Mork and Mindy was actually probably, I, I don't know, maybe it was. Or the Cleveland show. Ugh, garbage. <laughs> yeah, so see, there you go. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, all right. An AOWF veterans match, Fall from Grace 8 revisited. Jeffrey Drake, who apparently just ran from special refereeing a match to being in a match immediately beforehand. I guess he ran from being in a match to right. So I guess he was sweaty when he was in that ring. Yeah, uh, this was this was tricky. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Jeffrey Drake takes on November. Uh, I don't know who he, I, I I don't know who November is. Uh, Kyle Lee, he's um, a longtime AOWF legend. His, I believe it's his dad. I, I'm probably wrong because I don't I don't know the history of well, who handles uh, him. Ben Duke. Oh, that motherfucker. <laughs> but um got his hand in everything. I know that Kyle Lee is a is a relative of I believe Matthew Lee, who was Misery, who was the first Fatal Charm. And the Fatal Charm has been a group has been a stable that's been in the AOWF for a long time. They're family, they're it's very traditional. So that's where November comes from. He's kinda of like an outcast of that family. Whereas you know, Drake, uh, whereas Drake was anointed as a fatal charm, and November was not, so kind of a bitter, a bitter uh, rivalry there. And um, they had their match at Fall from Grace Eight, where November lost in the Fall from Grace match. Ah, uh. so he was retired, but then a lawsuit came about. The result was disputed, and so they had their second match at RPM three, where Drake won. Once again, I see. And one thing I've noticed about Ben Duke, he likes characters with one word names. Uh, he does like He's, odd one word names at that, like sticks, which obviously he named after the band. You can't get around that band. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know what you were thinking there. <laughs> In fact, I thought for a long time that both that Ben Duke was both finale and uh, hostile, hostile. No, you did. It wouldn't have surprised me. I'm just it saying. wouldn't. Oh, 
but when I just heard, first heard the name, I'm like, oh, that's got to be Ben Duke, right? I don't even see who the handler was, never read the RPs. I'm just, I heard the name, like, oh, that's got to be Ben Duke, right? It's yeah. Be ben Duke. I think Ben Duke handled, um, didn't he handle Gabrielle, who was in the PWA? Yeah, yeah. That's and the one word. He was in the a tag team, Beauty and the Brutal. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. And and obviously Sukia. Yeah. Ben yeah, Duke. he just loves those one-word uh, wrestlers. Yeah, he knows what he likes. <laughs> he sticks with it. Sure. <laughs> um, Literally. We got, <laughs> we got a Stable of the Year award. Uh, I don't know who was in the running for that. Um, the New Age Pansies. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, like I, think the, I think the Order of Chaos was in the running for that, even though the Order of Chaos was never a stable. It was always a tag team. Yeah. That, yeah. People get confused. Even, yeah. I, who won? But, uh, the Alliance of Wrestling's Finest. Oh, excellent. I was involved in that. <laughs> or, or as Project X put it, the Alliance of Wrestling's Vaginas. Well, I, um, I don't know how to respond to that, but excellent. I was not, yeah, I guess I was involved in that kind of. You were involved at the very beginning, but then you, uh, you know, you did the smart thing and you left. I don't think I ever actually left. I just kind of quit. It, well, I mean, I got involved because Marvin Wood sent me a very nice message asking me to join. And anytime oh. anybody is very, you know, complimentary towards me, I will join. Yeah, he asked me a few times if I wanted to be a part of it. I didn't think that it would be appropriate for my character, uh, for Matthew Angle to be a part of that. But uh, yeah. I was very, I was very flattered at the invitation. Yeah, see, that's the thing with the Phoenix and, and with me because I'm telling you, there's so little role playing involved; it's ridiculous. That. <laughs> um, yeah, anytime anybody's at all complimentary or flattering, or, or there's money involved, um, yeah, the Phoenix is all over it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you just he asked and I joined, and then he's anytime he wanted something like I had to write something, I would write it, and that was about the total of my involvement. And then Johnny Maverick took over, and since Marvin wasn't involved, then he quit asking me to write stuff. So it wasn't that I ever actually quit; it's just. Uh, my involvement was minimal anyway, and I needed somebody to remind me to do stuff like that. <laughs> so basically, that sounds like a perfect role for you. Yeah. So basically, Johnny Maverick should have been more complimentary, and that group could. Well, I mean, they got stable of the year, so I yeah. guess I did my part. I kind of scratched my head at that one, considering the turmoil in that stable for the majority of the year. Yeah. But you know, I guess they made more of an impact across the community than the New Age Pansies. Yeah, I guess because they were the in each of the order. feds. Yeah, yeah, whereas the Pansies were not. And the um, Pansies were a great stable, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. I, Especially that Knot Striker guy. He, way underrated. But Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, his, his technical prowess. He, just, he's actually the only one of the Pansies not involved in losing a title that the Pansies held. So That's true. He hasn't even lost a match. Yeah. That guy was, was so... I think he was 4-0. Oh. Yeah, that guy was doing so well. I, and Nick he kept... Should, he, should, he should be brought back. Yeah, Nick is the one that was all big on outing him. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Things are going really, really good for him right now. I'm not. <laughs> as soon as he goes, turns back to the Phoenix, it's all going to go to shit again. Don't, don't make me expose him. <laughs> but he, he made me pull the trigger on that. <laughs> um, and so I guess finally, and yet oddly enough, the first match would be the um um the the TGW World Championship bout. Uh, it, am I correct in thinking uh, that? I mean, my memory is really, really bad, but. This was the only uh, title bout that was not an AOF title. Is that correct? Uh, that is correct. That's interesting uh, that none of the other yeah. t- feds put their titles up for grabs. I don't remember and, why. 
And I don't, I don't know. I, I think because I, I don't know if I asked Alex if they – no, I didn't. I didn't ask him because I remember thinking that Ash Newcomb had just won that battle royal to get a shot at Anna Matthews for the car crash title. So I was like, ah, Anna Matthews versus Justin Case for a title match. We'll, we'll not do that. But, yeah, uh, they, we didn't have any other title matches, um, no Rebel Pro title matches. Well, and, yeah, and then Matt Stone then was again, not available. And then I yeah. was uh, – the Phoenix was already um, – And You know what? This is – I'm sorry. Oh. Stone, sorry. I don't know why Matt Stone pulled out of RPM3. I think he was just upset over the Dome of Destruction, and I understand that. But, you know, I, I think – I think the event, it, it could have used Matt Stone, and I don't say that enough, but the event could have used the Matt Stone. Uh, I, I agree. Actually, the original match that uh, Marvin Wood had asked for and I was psyched for was going to be the uh, the Marvin Stone-Matt uh, Wood best two out of three falls match that yes. ended up being I on think, Rampage. I Yeah, and which uh, Matt Stone ended up winning. Um, but I yeah, I thought that would have been a great match for RPM3, which was... Originally supposed to take place on night two when I was, uh, you know, fleshing out the card. Um, but then Matt Stone pulled out of RPM three. So uh, what can you do? I mean, he he felt, you know, a little uh, perturbed about the, the world title match in PWA not going his way. You know, he, he had to take a break for a little bit, you know, cool down. Uh, I think, you know, him and I have had our differences, but I. I respect him very much as a handler. I yeah. think he's, he's I will a tell great you something. player and I, he's he, um, dedicated. Yeah, just about any time I turn Skype on, uh, he, he, he's on, and uh, like I'll talk with him a, a lot over the last few days. That guy has just got tons of ideas <clears throat> for his uh, for his characters and for different characters, and so uh, yeah, I think that he like he doesn't go with all of them, and like I think things like this was he thought about maybe you know like you said he was kind of not too thrilled with the dome of destruction and stuff but like the wheels just keep spinning and he keeps changing his mind about different stuff about what he wants to do because he's got all these you know uh generally pretty cool ideas about what he wants to do with various yeah you know, stuff so oh, I, I agree 100 percent. um let's see so that was that was the whole the whole results the whole king caboodle there do you mind if we take a break before we close this out? Um, yes, we can do that because, geez, yeah, we'll do that. So we'll be back in just a moment, folks. All right. There is just one Schlitz. Yeah, yeah, nothing else comes near. When you're out of Schlitz, you're out of beer. something we, we were just talking about the royal rumble which i was not aware was this weekend and um fuck it i we're just recording everything today uh but we're talking about randy orton it's in st louis my old hometown and how i'm adamant that randy orton is from bridgeton and not from st louis in fact even now he does not live in st louis he lives in um uh, a little town about half an hour um west of st louis 
Um, so yeah, fuck Randor. I, I hate him so much. But um, actually, I used to, when I lived in St. Louis, I worked at Best Buy, and I was a technician before they bought Geek Squad, and then I was part of the Geek Squad, and it was very demeaning. But um, <laughs> one of the people that I worked with, I transferred, I uh, was a supervisor, and I transferred to another store to be the supervisor there. One of the guys that I worked with um, was or our, our store's in-home Geek Squad guy had done some stuff when he worked at the Bridgeton store for Randy Orton, who apparently is a massive douchebag in real life. No. So, yeah, I know. Come on. Yeah, shocking. But yeah, much like I'm not actually role-playing the Phoenix, yeah, Randy Orton is not playing a character on television either. Oh, man. That kind of sucks. I just – I hate it when that happens. Um, although if uh... – if John Cena was an actual douchebag in real life, then that would give me a, even more reason to punch him in the face. I, I feel really bad for for uh, Cena. Yeah, because I hear he's a classy guy. Like yeah, he's, he's just doing what his boss tells him, like what you or I do every single day. You know, exactly. What I mean? We yeah, just do what our boss guy. says. But I just I hate him as a as a character as a wrestler. Yeah, he, his character. Uh, I just I can't stand him. I can't stand him on the microphone. I can't stand him in the rain. He needs to do something different. Um, yeah, no, I, I I agree with all of that because he can be a very good wrestler and he can obviously be very good on the mic. It's just the powers that be don't want him. You know, they want him to do what he's doing now, and you know what the hell can he do? You know? Yeah, I really because I really think they're putting a lot of stock in the CM Punk, who's really deliver, delivering on the mic and delivering in the ring as well. So I I don't know. I mean, I've been waiting for for you know a Hogan NWO kind of heel turn from John Cena, but then again, I've been told that would make no sense whatsoever, considering he's been he's never been anything except a face. Well, since he got mega popular, I mean, he w- initially like the the rapping Orton was supposed to be he was supposed to be heel for a while. The rapping? Did you say the rapping Orton? I'm sorry, Cena. I'm still so angry. So angry. Are you angry at Orton because he's from not from St. Louis? Are you angry at him because you don't like him? Oh, no, I'm angry at him because he's awful. He's just he's just terrible in every possible way. He's he's rubbish, as uh, Alex may say. Marvin Wood might actually be more likely to call him rubbish. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of enjoy him over at least over Cena. He, um, I, I don't like, all right, my, my problem with Orton is the fact that, and I will also preface this by saying that I don't watch very much wrestling. I was telling, I think Matt Stone yesterday, the last time I remember sitting down specifically to watch wrestling was last year's Money in the Bank with Cena and CM Punk. Oh, and before okay. for that, I don't remember the last time. It was probably like the Royal Rumble. So you watched the Money in Bank. That was when CM Punk won and left yeah. WWE with the title. Yeah, because I don't watch a lot. I mean, I re- as I was saying earlier, I, I read the recaps, um, at least the Raw recaps generally. Um, but I don't – unless I see something that sounds particularly compelling, I don't make – I like I DVR it, but I, then I just don't watch it unless I there's something on there that was supposed to be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, frankly doesn't happen that often. CM Punk was the last time that I actually, you know, tracked down fraud to find out what happened. Um, which is really weird considering that, you know, like I, I, I'm going to WrestleMania, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, you are? Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I got tickets for that and I've got like the tickets, like my friend ordered the tickets for that. So I don't actually have the ticket in my possession, but I'm going to mania again and 
the tickets for the Hall of Fame are currently clipped to my refrigerator. So that's awesome. I hope the the Rock Cena match doesn't suck. <laughs> all that all that build up for all this time. Yeah, to come down to the ring and and have a ten minute match where all they all they do is just punch each other for ten minutes. I mean, that would just be. That would just be bad. I'd like to see Cena not do the same five moves, you know. Against yeah. Um, but oh, so my this goes back to my problem with Orton is the fact that he moved so slow. You know, I, I know he was supposed to be like he's like a predator, the viper, what the fuck ever. I don't care. It just it's stupid, and like I, I just hated everything about that character. And um, there's just nothing I like about him, and it's I I don't like that he bills himself from St. Louis. And Bridgeton is a suburb of St. Louis. Um, I, I think fair. he builds himself from St. Louis for the, uh, the Cause, more because it's more uh, you know. Well, yeah, nobody knows where Bridgeton more, is. That's yeah. I mean, that's fair. I, I understand that. That's I mean, like when I tell people where I'm from, I say St. Louis, even though technically I did not. You know, I I did live in St. Louis, uh, but not when I was growing up. When I was growing up, I lived in Bonterre, which is an hour south. But nobody knows where Bonterre is, so I just say St. Louis because they know yeah, generally where that is. I, that's so that's true. fair. Uh, I, I just don't like the fact that I, I love St. Louis and I don't like, you know, crap being associated with it. <laughs> that's all that that's, um, you know, like, like if, um, you know, disco originated in St. Louis, I wouldn't like, I wouldn't be happy about that either. And I wouldn't like it when people brought that fact up. Well, Budweiser originated in St. Louis. So there's always that. Well, yeah, you know, the King of beers. See, you're proving my point when, when good <laughs> stuff is, I don't even like beer, but, um, the Cardinals. I know that's why I can argue with you about this, and you can't. You can't I can't. I cannot that. rebut that whatsoever. We can uh, talk I, about baseball. Yeah, I can talk. Yeah, we can talk about baseball. And when, we, uh, when it comes to beer, uh, yeah, you you can you mention don't. football, but yeah, don't care about that either. Yeah, you know, three like three or four good years out of nearly twenty really really bad you know years that <laughs> the Rams have just always sucked. Hey, um, well, what the Packers did in the playoffs is. It was Rams esque? It was very Rams esque. It was terrible. <laughs> I was at that game. Oh wow, nice. Oh, I mean, um, it it was a great time up until you know the fourth quarter, and I was hammered drunk. I was really bad too, but that that was just a really bad game. That was a really bad game to go to, <laughs> and fuck the New York Giants. Well, yeah, you know, I can even as a non football fan, I can, I can. Uh... Or, or, or a casual at best football fan, I can agree with that. So you know, we've been talking for like two hours. <clears throat> Actually, we've been talking been for two, longer than two it hours. It has been like two hours. But we've been recording for two hours. Um. So that's it. Uh, oh, you know, I do have one more question for you. Um, you, you had suggested that that uh, we close with the the song "America" by Ramstein. Um, and, and it's a reference to RPM one. And I don't remember why that is. The only – I remember that song was it, – it, it was Moke Dashke's entrance music, and I used it on a PW radio at one point. But I don't remember if it's – actually, I don't even know if it's still his entrance music. I don't, I don't know what its association with RPM1 it, is. It, um, it was Might and Magic's um, – not their entrance theme, but I remember I was talking earlier about how I had specific songs for – people for rpm one uh-huh. like it was it was something separate from their entrance theme at the time and uh let's see if i can pull that up i see yeah because that was so, um yeah if you go to night i think it was night one of rpm one 
and of course I didn't have a table of contents, so you gotta scroll through all these pages. Um hold on one second. Yeah, that I know I associated that with Mokdashki for yeah. at, at least a while because it's German and he's German and So if you go to uh the last match of night one, which I will send you here in a second. Um it it's at the very beginning of each match I, I did a thing where it says which song best suits your mood right now and describe the genre for each song. And you chose America by Romstein and I don't know, for some reason, I remember on uh, PWA Radio, Kyle and I got a kick out of it. And uh, we just we loved the song. I love the song. I I listened to it for for days after after RPM. It, it is a good song. It's a very good song. I, <laughs> and the video is ridiculous, too. Yeah. So I thought, you know, talking about RPM 3, I figured, eh, that'd See, be cool. Yeah, too. all right, I there know, we go. It'd be me, you, and Kyle would get the reference. Yeah, I, I, I liked it, and yeah, like I said, I needed a German song for Dashki, and it was either that or Rocky Like a Hurricane, so I think this was the right choice. <laughs> I, I think I think it was as well, even though Rocky Like a Hurricane is a, is a classic song. It, it is, but it th- this is definitely more German. It, it's what a big German guy needs. So, all right, that's it. That's your big super, you know, I guess you waited for so long, and it's sad this isn't even episode 100. This should be 100 based on length alone. Yeah, you would think so. It should be, but... it should be episode 100, 101, and 102. Yeah, I've got all these plans for episode 100 that um, they just take so much planning and time to do. Uh, so, all right, that's it, folks. We are done for this this edition, and uh, we don't have our cheer say close the curtain, which is probably fine because I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. So. I'll give I'll give a penny for every person that listens this to this thing all the way through. <laughs> a, a, that a sounds whole, fair. A, a whole straw penny. Nice. So you go there. You go, folks. Make make him put his straw pennies where his mouth is. <laughs> That's the way I like it, baby. I don't want to live forever.